Hey, 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 Joe McCall, REI in your car. What's up, world? Hope you guys are doing well. I'm actually in my car right now, leaving my home office because I just want to get out of the house. And it's such a beautiful day. You want to hear how loud this car can get? Listen. I don't know how well you can hear that. We have this huge hill going out of our yard that I'm going up. And so every time I drive by, I'm worried the, uh, we have one neighbor It's kind of next to us at the top of the hill. And uh, that's, that's the landscape guy. But anyway, uh, the neighbor at our old house used to tell me every time I would leave our house or come home, she thought that the UPS truck was here with the delivery. <laughs> so anyway, hey, I wanted to talk about something here. Uh, the importance of marketing for buyers. And I've talked about it a lot in the podcast, but I just wanted to remind you, um, my pastor always says that he is stirring us up by way of reminder. That's a scripture. I think Peter or Paul says, we're stirring you up by way of reminder that uh, I want to do the same thing. Always, always be marketing for buyers. No matter what kind of real estate you're doing, who is your real customer? It's not the seller. It's not the title company, right? It's not your private investors. It's the buyers. It's the buyers. The buyers are the ones with the money that are going to buy your deal, whether it be a retail buyer, <clears throat> a tenant buyer on a lease option, or a cash buyer, investor buyer for your wholesaling deals. Always be marketing for buyers. It's easy to kind of get lax and lay back on your laurels, however that says however that's supposed to go. But I want to encourage you, never stop marketing for buyers. I was just interviewing a friend the other day who is a big wholesaler in Phoenix. And one of the reasons why he's able to do so many deals is because he has such a good buyer's list. And he actually gets a lot of deals every month from other wholesalers that don't have a good buyer's list. And so what happens is he gets on everybody's buyer's list that he can and he gets these deals across his desk from these other little smaller wholesalers and they don't realize they actually have a really good deal and they're stressing out because they have a week left to close or whatever and so he will actually um, buy their deals and then turn around and either fix them and flip them or turn around and wholesale them himself to his own buyers and everybody wins right well what if that investor who had the deal up front had a better buyers list well, the person who wins in this game called real estate investing, real estate period, are the people with the best buyers. If you're an investor, whether you're an, a realtor, doesn't matter. We have these valuable pieces of real estate or valuable pieces of paper, and we flip that stuff to who? To buyers. So always, always, always be marketing for buyers. I uh, got a call the other day from my former acquisitions manager and I've 
interviewed him before, super cool guy. And he's doing 80 to 90 deals a year. And he was just calling me about, he had some questions on how we used to do our marketing for buyers. He's done so well, most of his deals that he sells are to his existing buyers that he's had for a long time or their referrals, their people. But see, here's what happens. You may have really good buyers, but everybody at a certain point in time will not become buyers anymore. They'll lose interest. Maybe they run out of money. Maybe they're looking at another market. They get kind of tired of your market or whatever. Maybe they get tired of you. Maybe they get tired of your deals and the property management company and they start looking somewhere else. So every buyer is eventually going to run out of money or run out of patience or run out of interest. Always be marketing for buyers. You don't want to be the guy scrambling on a certain month because you've got a good deal, but you don't have anybody to sell it to. And then you're going to have to partner with somebody who maybe will have better buyers, but then you're going to lose half of your profits that way. So that's what I wanted to share. I think that, you know, again, it's so much easier to shop for what buyers want than to sell them what you have. If you've got a deal and then you're trying to find a buyer, you're scrambling to find a buyer for that, it's so much harder to sell. But if you've got good buyers and you know what they want, then you can go out and actually find deals for them. It reminds me of that uh, interview I did with R.P. Murphy a few months ago about finding the tenant buyer's first strategy for realtors doing lease options. This guy's crushing it. All he does is he does some simple Craigslist ads and signs maybe to find tenant buyers first, pre-qualifies them, and then goes and finds a home for them. Now he wears a realtor hat, but he's doing really, really well. And, and that, you know, that's another reason why I love lease options too is because there's such a high demand for lease option homes. Once you do get a property under contract, they are relatively easy to sell pretty quickly, right? But what if you already had a bunch of really good tenant buyers that you knew had money and you knew exactly where they wanted to lease option a house and then you just, like a laser beam, focused in on those areas and did and targeted all your marketing there. You're going to get a much faster return on your investment, your return on your marketing dollars, when you're focused in on the areas where your buyers want to buy. And you want fresh buyers. You want new buyers coming in continually. So never stop marketing for buyers. All right, that's all I was going to say. Um, hey, one more thing, too. Nah, I'll say it another time. I got this one at 6 minutes 30 seconds. Not bad. All right, guys. See you. Take care.